Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About Clutter. I'm your host, Margot Statton, a professional organizer specializing in toxic clutter. And today I want to do something a little bit different. Um, you might want to grab a pen and a paper. I'm actually going to be walking you through how to create your perfect decluttering plan. This is the same methodology that I use when I work with clients to get them to really have a game plan and more so a blueprint of how they're going to achieve that clutter-free, clean, and tidy homes. Let's get into it. One of the biggest challenges with starting and finishing a decluttering project is not knowing where you're actually going to start and where to go next. We, we tend to kind of almost be sporadic when we don't have a plan. Um, and maybe we're in the kitchen and we're like, oh, the junk drawer needs some love. So we declutter a little bit here. Then maybe we're in the bathroom and we see, oh, the medicine cabinet. So we declutter a little bit here. Then maybe we, you know, head into our closet to pick out our clothing for the day. And we're like, oh my goodness, this looks like a hot mess. So maybe we declutter a little bit here. And we're kind of just jumping all around our homes and we're never actually completing a project. So, you know, my philosophy is when it comes to decluttering, we should always be starting and finishing something before we move on to something else. And that's really what helps us, well, make progress and build momentum and motivation, right, is when we actually see results. But when we're jumping all over the house, like we're doing the work, we're investing the time, we're investing the energy, but like, we have nothing to show for it. <laughs> we feel like, oh, okay, well, I mean, what's the point of this? It's not working. And the reason it's not working is because we don't actually have a plan. So not having a plan is like trying to reach a brand new destination with no GPS. Like that's that's how we're operating. Now, just a fair warning, we're not going to be creating some kind of elaborate system that requires hours invested into creating the perfect plan. And by the way, just a little heads up, to all of my perfectionists, please do not get stuck in this phase. There's no such thing as a perfect decluttering plan, okay? Get it down on paper. I'm gonna walk you through how you create it. Super simple, super easy to follow. Step one is you're going to either grab your phone, the note section, or grab a piece of paper and pen. If you're like me, I still write my to-do list on paper. I don't know why. As much as I love tech, I just to-do lists, I prefer them to be kind of tangible, old school style. So you're going to grab a pen and a paper. You are going to start with your entryway, right? Just pretend like you just walked into your home. And you're going to start walking around your space, room by room, closet by closet. You're going to walk around your space and you're going to write down all the areas that need attention, that need to be decluttered, that you want to see clutter-free. So essentially, you are making a list. So your bedroom, your closet, your bathroom, your bathroom, your guest room, your kitchen, your office, your garage, on and on and on, right? So you're just making a list of all of the areas in your home that have clutter. And please do not just write, my entire home has clutter. While that might be true, this is not going to help you to create your decluttering plan. 
So now that you have a list of spaces, what you're going to do next is your, so this is step two, is you're going to utilize the change ruler method. So you're actually going to go down that list and you're going to rate each space on a scale of one to five of importance. So one are your eye twitch areas, the areas that every single time you walk in there, you like the anxiety and the overwhelm rises. Like these areas make your eye twitch. So those are your ones, right? And your fives are, eh, it's like a nice to have, right? It can wait for later. So that list that you created with all of the rooms in your home that have clutter, you're going to rate them from one to five. So just pencil in little ones, twos, threes, fours, and fives. That is the start of your decluttering plan. So I hope that's super easy. This shouldn't take you longer than a few minutes. Well, depending on the size of your home. (laughs) Okay, to do this walkthrough. So that is phase one of making your decluttering plan. All right, phase two of our decluttering plan is we're going to choose your space. And this should be pretty easy because once you have, you know, once you've rated the spaces from one to five, you're gonna zero in on all of your ones. So these are your eye twitch areas. Maybe you have just one, maybe it's like your kitchen. (laughs) Maybe you have multiple areas of priority, right? But you're going to focus in on one space. So one of your ones. And then what you're going to do is, so let's say, hypothetically speaking, we decided to go with our kitchen. Okay, so you're going to write down kitchen, right? Because so the purpose of all of this, by the way, is to actually decrease feelings of overwhelm. So I know that when we have that list and we're like, oh, my God, there's so many spaces on here, like this will take me forever and eternity. (laughs) No, 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 no. So that list is the list that we start with. Right. But we're actually going to be creating smaller to do lists. Okay, so now we're choosing our one. So let's say you put your kitchen as number one. So you're going to grab a new piece of paper or create a new note right in your phone and you're going to break down your kitchen into smaller sections or sectors okay so we can't just have kitchen because the kitchen has a variety of different spaces and if we just have kitchen written down we we might also be sort of all over the place and what we're trying to eliminate is the whole a little bit here a little bit there a little bit there right we don't want to we don't want to have that happen okay we want to feel accomplished we want to feel successful and we want to get things done okay so you chose your kitchen then venture into your kitchen and then you're going to break everything down in smaller sections so for example the refrigerator the freezer the pantry the drawers, the cabinets, the countertop, the stove, right? You can actually, by the way, depending, and we'll talk more about time, if you only have like 10 to 15 minutes a day to declutter, or maybe you're somebody that gets overwhelmed really, really quickly, which is why bite-sized decluttering is for you, right? So it could be things like you can go as far as saying like, Um, the utensil drawer or the bakery drawer or, you know, the the shelf in the cabinets that just has, you know, plates and cups and such like get I mean, it's completely up to you. But I want to make sure that you're not tackling just an overall space and that you're actually breaking these things down into smaller, more manageable, bite sized decluttering jobs. Okay. So now we have the kitchen. We broke down our kitchen into all of these different sections. And then you pretty much just have to decide where you want 
to start, right? And this will have a lot to do with whether or not you want to run a marathon or a sprint. So what that means is it really boils down to how much time can you, will you invest in decluttering per week, per day, per month, right? So there are three different ways to really declutter. One is declutter all in one day. I call this atomic decluttering, and I really don't recommend it. So, you know, unless there's a specific need to become clutter-free as quickly as possible, and maybe you have a lot of hands on deck, then feel free to go atomic. But in general, you know, the second way is to declutter a few hours across several weeks, or this is what most of my clients do and most of the members in my Facebook group do, and that is to declutter in batches. And this is your a few minutes a day. And it could be your 60 second purge. It could be one item a day, or it could be a matter of setting an alarm clock. You know how much I love the alarms, right? And decluttering in 10 to 15 minute increments, 30 minutes if that works for you as well. So pick your poison, (laughs) right? And you can look around your home. It could be a combination of all three. But again, I don't really recommend Atomic. But, you know, if that's your game plan and you're just like, I want to be a minimalist, so I'm going to get rid of most of the things I own as quickly as possible, then go for it. I want to make sure that you're also mindful of your goals. So before you, you know, jump into decluttering, what do you expect your space to look like? What does clutter-free mean to you, right? A clutter-free home, as you know, is incredibly subjective. So when you envision your home or that space, what do you envision it to look like? So be mindful of not comparing your space to others. The way we declutter and what clutter-free means to us is subjective, right? It's, it's entirely up to you and what works for you and your family and your lifestyle. The other thing is once we already narrow down what space we're going to start with, once we narrow down the section that we're going to start with, it's important to have a deadline. So realistically, by when do you want to achieve that space to be quote unquote clutter free? How long do you think it will take you? So how many hours do you think it will take you to declutter this particular space? Then a little, then add a little more cushion time because the truth is we'll get distracted and things come up and it's very possible that, you know, you're like, I'm going to declutter the entire kitchen section by section in two weeks, right? But then things come up and it takes you like, two months, right? So I want to make sure that we are realistic and we give ourselves cushion time so we don't have guilt, so we don't have, you know, the feeling of pressure. The next thing you want to do is you want to evaluate your schedule. When can you realistically declutter? So, you know, are your Monday mornings free? You know, Wednesday afternoons, maybe Sunday evenings. When do you think realistically, you can commit to decluttering, right? Then you're going to pencil it in. If it's not written down, chances are it's not going to happen. So I know we're going through the process of creating this blueprint and creating a to-do list and like penciling things in, but there's something about like making this an appointment that's going to help you actually stick with it. 
Um, this also will help all of you procrastinators, right? If you are a procrastinator, and if you are, I have a podcast episode all about overcoming procrastination. It's episode 26. So go ahead and check that out. <laughs> but if you are a procrastinator, then you probably know that you have to set alarms or pencil things in as an appointment for you to actually get it done. So evaluate your schedule, right? Don't take yourself out of your schedule. It has to make sense. So maybe you're somebody that has the most amounts of energy in the morning. So you might want to pencil in decluttering in the morning, not in the evenings when you're low energy. And then of course, make sure you have the right supplies, right? So when we are decluttering, we're going to need bags, maybe boxes, bins, and I highly encourage you to have some type of marker and a piece of paper. So this way, if you have bags and boxes, you can actually label them. The last thing you wanna do is accidentally put something that's a to keep item in the donate pile. I have been there, okay? I recently accidentally did not take my own advice. I did not label my bags and I accidentally decluttered my daughter's fall shoes. It happens to the best of us, right? And then what you're gonna do is you're essentially going to get started. So you're gonna take that hopefully one pager for that room and I really encourage you to pin it in that room. So if you're in the kitchen, pin it on your refrigerator. If you're in the bathroom, pin it somewhere there on the wall, whatever, bedroom, same thing. Have your to-do list front and center. List out all the different sections of that space you will be decluttering and then go down the list one by one. I promise you, it's going to feel fantastic. And now once you're done with that first area, right? So let's say it was the kitchen, then go back to your original decluttering blueprint and move on to your next one or your two or your three, right? So on and so forth. So the initial investment of making the time to create a blueprint and a plan is going to keep you super focused. And before you know it, your space is going to be clutter free. I just want you all to be mindful that don't get overwhelmed by all of the areas of your home. This is why your original blueprint, it's really just for you to then refer back to. But we don't want to make, I, I, I really want to discourage you all from making like a to-do list for every single room because it, it becomes a lot. <laughs> right? There's just a lot going on. So have your original blueprints, right? Of all of the spaces and then literally work down the list one by one, right? Make one to-do list per space that you are decluttering because I don't want the anxiety to kick in and the feelings of overwhelm. And it's just like, oh my God, it's so much. I'm never going to get it done. And and also give yourself some grace, right? Um, I'm a firm believer in decluttering when we feel like we should declutter, right? So on days where it's not a good mental health day or you're physically just not feeling up to it or, you know, I don't know, life got in the way and you're stressed. If you don't feel like decluttering, then don't. So be kind to yourself. And if you had it on your to-do list to declutter on Wednesday and you just didn't get around to it, that's okay. Declutter the following day or the day after that. But having a plan has shown so much impact and so much success. And it really keeps us focused and on track and feeling good about the progress that we are making. I hope you found that helpful. 
I hope you're going to head over and create your decluttering plan and your decluttering blueprints. And of course, if you have any questions while you're on your journey, if you're not yet a member of our free Facebook group, it's called Declutter Your Life. Feel free to join. I'll leave a link to it in the show notes. And also, I just wanted to take a quick moment to let you know that over the holiday season, we are having a crazy coaching sale. So it is 80% off for one month of one-on-one coaching with me. So typically the price is $200 and we have gift cards available where you only pay 40 bucks for the first month of one-on-one coaching. And it's cool because you can buy it for yourself or you can gift it for the holidays to a friend or a loved one who can benefit from a little bit coaching in helping their home become clutter-free. I'll leave a link to that in the show notes as well. Happy holidays, everyone. Good luck on your decluttering journey and remember to be good to yourselves.